welcome in on a Thursday Potty Pod football podcast. Uh, we are going to start going over the divisions to say where you know what we think their win loss is going to be going through each game. Maybe not each game, but we've gone through each game to say if we think they're going to win or lose, and then kind of what their record is, and then how that that uh, compares to Vegas. So let's start off with AFC East. So I think most people have the Bills winning this division, uh, and I'm, I'm I don't want to root it for you. I do too. The, you I think, it for me. Yeah, Ruined I know. It. I know. I spoiled it. Hot take. Uh, and I think most people have the Jets losing the division, which makes sense. I do too. But I think they're still, even though they lose, I think they're better than most than most bad teams. I think they're on their way to producing. So, absolutely, yeah. And I, I I'm I did my win loss by team, and uh, like like you, you know, we we did it by team by mm-hmm. week uh, to come out with our individual year you know numbers but i think the end of the year number is the one that really matters like i yeah. give any of these games can be given or taken yeah. but within reason like i feel like this is where it's going to end up yeah and i mean and right now we've seen one preseason game because because there's only three preseason <laughs> yep. games usually we do this a little bit later we'd have seen two and start doing it but we've had one preseason game to go off of which a lot of starters haven't played there's gonna be a lot more injuries that come up, which will have a difference in uh, in who wins and loses. But absolutely, we're gonna go off with the information we have. So I've got so the Bills, the Bills. I think do. Pre- I mean, I think they go. I, thing is, I don't think they actually go fifteen and two, but I have them going fifteen and two, and I feel like it's not gonna be too far off from that. Thank you. Probably, I mean, I'm not too far off. I've got them at 13 and four. Yeah, you're probably right. That's um, probably closer to what they do. You know, I, I, and I, again, I'm not married to the teams that I have losses for on mm-hmm. here. Um, do we want to go through every week, or do you just want to hit the highlights? No, I mean, the only for the Bills, I mean, for that okay. many losses, I have them losing to the Chiefs in Week Five and the Patriots in Week 16, just because they're playing at the Patriots. Of course, they play them twice. And I have them winning at home, but then I have them, you know, splitting and losing in week 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got them uh, losing to the Chiefs and losing to the Bucks. Uh, I've got them. And then my other two losses, I was kind of torn on where to go. I was going uh, Patriots and uh, Colts um, because Colts is week 11 and everybody should be healthy by then Yeah. Uh, for that team. Um but I actually ended up giving them the win over the Patriots, and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, week eight, I'm going to chalk them up as a loss to the Dolphins. That's not crazy. Uh, I mean, they're yeah. well, they're playing at home. If it was, when do they play in? They, so they play the Dolphins week two. That's I, a loss. I, I mean, I mean, Bills are winning. Yeah, the thing is, they play them in Miami, and you still don't really know what Tua is at this point. I think by week eight, you know that Tua is not the dude. And they can kind of play to that. And I don't think he's – he doesn't have the arm to be able to come back and play from behind, and they don't have the offensive line to protect him. So I just think by week eight, usually you can figure teams out by then. The first four weeks, you, you'll have some weird wins, some weird losses. But by after that time, everyone starts to kind of gel and figure out who they are. So I think if they do lose the Dolphins, it'll be week two and not week eight. But I don't blame you. Yeah. No, it's uh... – I just have them split in there, but yeah, it, it could be the it could definitely be the Patriots. And in fact, I think the Patriots. We can move on to the next. This is going to be the second. Well, well hold second on one best. sec. Uh, Vegas. Oh, Vegas has oh, the Bills yeah. getting eleven wins, which seems oh. yeah, that seems kind of low. 
but they are the fourth. They are tied for the third most wins. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, um, most, the most wins is 12 and a half. So Vegas, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. I, I, they know, I guess better than us. So, but I just, I don't know. I feel like the, do I, they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. Sometimes they do. Uh, sometimes they don't, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't, they tend to they tend to top out around eleven, uh, Vegas as well as bottom out around five five wins. Yeah. So you know that's just there's the you know it's a parity league. They figure anything could happen. Obviously, I mean, what happens week two if Josh Allen goes down? Yeah, but you just can't play, you just can't play like that. You just can't. You no, can't, you have to imagine Vegas everyone's going to be healthy. Yeah, but, but Vegas does. Vegas is factoring in. There's going to be there's a certain amount of probability that your QB goes down, and now and now what's your team look like without him, uh, or or that this is going to happen, or your best defensive player, all that stuff. Yeah. And so and they factor all that in. So so you're right. You and I like we're not factoring that, in, but Vegas is, and that's why they got them. That's why they even out these teams and, and top them and bottom out so low. No, Vegas never has a team at one win ever, yeah. ever, no matter how bad. Cool. Uh, and uh, anyway, yeah. So I, I say thirteen wins. I think they could do better, um, but I'm going to say thirteen for now. That's fair. Uh, they went thirteen and three last year, so that would seem right. They have an extra game this year. The only thing is, they play the AFC South, which is. A very easy division. They get to play the Texans and the Jaguars and the Colts, who are kind of in disarray a bit, and then the Titans. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Titans. Here's the thing, though, that they're playing the Titans when Henry's going to have fresh legs. Yeah, that's true. Um, but he's better in know, the winter. He doesn't. Henry really doesn't get better until the later half of starts, the season. He starts going. Yeah. But uh, and then Julio Jones there along with AJ Brown, so I don't know. It could could be interesting, could not. We'll see. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the Patriots. So yeah, I, I think they're. I mean, they're they were what seven and nine? Yeah, they're seven and nine last year with almost half their defensive defense gone, a worse offensive line, a quarterback who's off shoulder surgery and really didn't get a chance to learn the playbook. So I think they're going to be much better this year, um, but not you know I, I think they go eleven and six. Um, again, they oh, wow. get, yeah I know I, that seems high, but I think they're actually going to be good. I mean seven and nine last year mm-hmm. with all the issues they had, and I think with they've got two quarterbacks who are competent. Cam Cam is going to be a different kind of quarterback. He's going to be the RPO guy. He's going to be able to run it in on the you know on the goal line, and with that defense. They're not going to need as much out of the quarterback as they normally would. And the offensive line is better, so he's going to have better protection. But I think Mac Jones could end up taking over by week eight, who I don't think he's going to be you know, electric, but I think he won't turn the ball over and he'll be able to slowly move the ball downfield. And with Damian Williams, that's kind of all you need out of those guys. That's interesting. Uh, I'm definitely interested in your, uh, <laughs> your O-line thing. I, I actually think the O-line's worse. Um, they brought Trent Brown in, who was wildly underwhelming in Oakland. But he played well um, with them. He played really well with them, enough so yeah. to get a gigantic contract from Oakland. Yeah, eh, but anybody does this to tackle in the NFL when you hit free agency. I mean, there's I, I can name you seven in the past like three years that have gotten major contracts and like none deserved it. Um, 
especially the big guard. But he played, out, but also he, the but right tackle. But when he was with New England, he played really, really well. He was okay. I wouldn't say really, really well. I think he was okay. But it doesn't matter. Uh, they lost Joe Thune, who's one of the best two guards in the NFL. True. Um, Isaiah Wynn has always been fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they're that much different. Uh, I do think that the the defense is definitely better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just healthier, you know, in general. They added Matt Judon, who I really like for them. I think he'll be a, a playmaker for them. Um, and then, to me, it's those tight ends. I yeah. mean, the way he knows how to use tight ends, he's always he's always been there and, and been able to do that. It's just that I feel like so. So I don't hate your total. Is what I'm where I'm going. I, I like your total of eleven wins. I'm at nine. Yeah. Uh, I have them a nine and eight, um, but I definitely think that that's being conservative. Uh, I think they could do better. Um, it's Cam Newton's the one that scares me. Yeah, it, it's really all comes down to him and his busted shoulder. Uh, can he throw the ball deep? I just don't know. Um, yeah. you know, but it's Belichick. He's got a really stout defense. He's got stud tight ends. He can do uh, interesting things with. Running backs are always good in the system, and I actually think they're better. Sony Mitchell got a bad rap. I thought he, he he played rough, but he was also learning with four other running backs. I I think he's going to be a lot better this year than he was before. He's and then they be, got Damian he, Harris. Yeah, Damian Harris is going to be the starter. Yeah, well, I mean, there's never a starter in New England. They're going to rotate and use them Fair different enough. packages and all that kind of stuff. But but yeah, I I I'm saying nine wins at the moment. That's not. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't I, I don't blame you for that. It, they Vegas has them at nine and a half. And so I think they, you're probably right. I'll meet you in the middle. Say ten is probably what they end up with. Yeah, that's that's probably very fair. Uh, I mean, Bill Belichick, as bad as I say, Cam Newton gives them a ceiling. I mean, Belichick can break the ceiling with anybody. So true. Yeah, God knows. I mean, he's so good. Um, we'll see, man. Yeah. Uh, the next two are really interesting. Yeah. So the Dolphins coming off a ten and six season and doing really well uh, go into this year with. A tougher Patriots team, I think a tougher Jets team, and uh, I, the way it works out for them, they play some tough teams at home. So the Bills, the Colts, I think by week four could give them issues. Um, mm-hmm. The Falcons, I think they beat the Falcons, but I think it, I think the Falcons are going to have a better offense than people are expecting. And then the Ravens. The Panthers, who I think are going to be better this year. The Giants, who are going to be tough. They're going to be a tough... Uh, I think they beat them, but they're going to be tough. It's just going to be a rougher uh, road for them. I think people are going to figure out Tua pretty quickly. And now you can't go back and forth between Tua and uh, Fitzmagic. And the offensive line really hasn't gotten too much better. Uh, you've got a disgruntled cornerback. Uh, there's a, just a, there's a lot of things on that issue, and they just and they lost up some defensive players. So I've got them going eight and nine. The Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, so I've got them at seven and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty, so pretty close. Yeah. Uh, shockingly. Um, yeah. I I think that they're the disgruntled cornerback. They they fixed that. So Xavier Howard got his contract extension. Oh, did or, they? okay. Reworked. They just added money. They threw extra money at him, okay. with no, the, but the contract stays as is, basically. Um, uh, I really like Javon Holland in the early second to, to shore up the secondary. That's already incredibly studly. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, I love like the trade with Bernard McKinney, uh, mm-hmm. adding him in as a, as a Mike. I think he's a really great fit there. Um, overall, their defense, their defense is scary. And yeah. and what's fun about their offense 
is Devontae Parker, we all know, is great. Uh, Preston Williams is coming off that injury if he's if he's healthy. I don't say I don't think I've seen Albert him. Wilson. Uh, Preston, oh, Preston Williams. Preston yeah, Williams. you're right. You're right. Yeah, he was. He's he's like a hundred yard a game receiver. But uh, when but he's, he's on always the field, injured. yeah. But yeah, but he's always injured. So when he's healthy, he's he's insanely good. Uh, and then they've also got Will Fuller, who's insanely good when he's on the healthy. field. Yeah, so maybe the two of them equal equal a receiver. <laughs> for the season uh that might even be giving them too much but the two of them right now they they're really scary receivers on the field they added Jalen Waddle in the first round and Devontae Parker's good so they're the receiving core if healthy is maybe one of the best in the NFL uh it's just Tua that's horrifying uh they added Malcolm Brown at running back because he's a really good pass blocker Miles Gaskin's pretty good at, at what he does Man. um I I really think they should have added a, a, another running back. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I really like Gaskin. Uh, and, and the O-line got a little bit better with Liam Eikenberg. Um, just don't know if he can do it year one. Yeah. Uh, or if he has some learning to do. That You know, that's that's asking a lot. Uh, but, yeah, again, it all comes down to Tua. I mean, this arguably is a Super Bowl team if there's a if there's a top ten quarterback on it. I would agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. If you put uh, – you put any of the hell. You put any of the top fifteen QBs in the NFL on this team, and I can make an argument for for a Super Bowl run. Yeah, I, um, I agree with but, you. But they got to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, seven wins is kind of the best I can go in with. Um, and I and I'm kind of giving them the benefit of the doubt on some of these games. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be in a lot of games, but I think they're going to lose mm-hmm. them close just because they don't have, like you said, they don't have that quarterback. The offensive line, I don't know. They did add Liam Eikenberg. Um, you've got Robert Hunt and Austin Jackson coming into their second year, which could be good. Uh, they moved Robert Hunt into guard. They have Liam Eikenberg at guard, too, which is odd. I figured he'd be their right tackle because the Lord knows they need one. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, I'll- I'll tell you, it's insane to me that they haven't found some, uh, some some contract to bring in a, a trade for Deshaun Watson, because he'd take him to the Super no Bowl this was. year, no and was. you could have yeah, and you could have one of those uh, contracts. Like, what do they call them? Where uh, uh, with the sixth round pick that could uh, potentially be a fifth if they play. You know, I'm talking yeah, about. Um, yeah, the, I just blanked on the name. Yeah. Contingency. Contingency. You, have, you have contingencies. Look, if Deshaun Watson sits out next year. Uh, you know, you don't get you, you get two first round picks if he if he doesn't end up missing more than four games due to all this, then you get three first round picks. You know what I mean? You could easily do something like that, saying, uh, you know, it all it's all based on how much he ends up being able to actually play on the field. He's getting investigated um, by the FBI, man. I wouldn't. Uh, he's nuclear. Uh, right now. That was that was him. proven not true yesterday. So uh, even even Busby backed out of that. Okay. So the FBI is actually investigating the girls uh, for a couple false claims. And so it's the other way around. Okay. Uh, so they interviewed Watson uh, because there are two women that got caught trying to extort him um, so that they believe they have evidence on. So the FBI, yeah. FBI, so Busby, Busby tried to make it look like it was Watson to make the, uh, uh, make the public turn on him even harder so they would pressure him into... It's still 24 uh, counts. It's still 24 counts. 24 different yeah. women. Civil, civil, civil. Yeah, there. It's just. It's very like. It's very doubtful that they're going to have any evidence at all. Um, well, yeah. I mean, but I. I don't know that I would want to touch this just because you don't know what's going on. The NFL has investigated since March and they've handled it poorly. Like I don't. It's well just, because there's no evidence. Like, That's the problem. This is this is a very touchy case that has zero evidence. 
And so what do you do? You can't destroy a person's career when the lawyer's known for being a scumbag and a liar that's suing him and for making up false witnesses <laughs> is suing him with all these sudden witnesses that have zero proof. It's you can't you can't bring him down for that. Now, if you had proof, um, cool. But uh, but they don't. So I I've, I've read a lot of NFL experts think he's going to lose four games. Uh, so, you know, there's there's just so much out there. Who yeah. knows? But again, that's why I think you make the trade a contingency. Uh, you cover your butt. Hey, if he doesn't end up playing, I don't lose anything. Yeah. Well, um, let's, but if he does end up playing, I get this. We, we could talk I mean, about that. Super Bowl we team. could talk about that all day. Let's get back the Dolphins. So the Dolphins. You mean the Jets? No, nope, I mean the Dolphins. So no. the Dolphins. Uh, are, the Vegas has them. We. You, uh, I have them going eight and nine. You have them going seven and ten. Yep. The Vegas has them going getting nine and a half. No chance in hell. I don't think what? so either. Yeah, that seems no chance. that seems surprising to me. But I mean, they are coming off. Yeah, they're coming off a ten and six season. I just don't see it. Just because with the Patriots getting that much better, they have to play them twice, and I don't know that they beat them that many times. Uh, so they've got, thir- they've got how many wins for? Oh, eleven for the Bills, uh, nine and a half for the Patriots, and nine for the Dolphins. Yeah. Wow. All right. I think that's the powerhouse division to beat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins and Patriots are tied at nine and a half, and uh, Bills have eleven. And now to the bottom of the barrel, the Jets. So I think they're on the right path. I think they're making some good moves. I like that they got uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to help with that left side. Wilson looks, I mean, he looks good in preseason. Granted, you're not going to see a lot of exotic defenses and blitzes and stuff. They're not going to really try to confuse you. It's going to be a lot of basic stuff in preseason. But there was zip on the ball. He moved well in the pocket. I'm, I think he could have been a being pretty decent. Uh but I just don't know if there's enough surrounding cast to, to help him out. Uh, Corey Davis, neither of us are, are high on him. Denzel Mims is looking better. Elijah Moore could be good, but, you know, he's a rookie wide receiver. And then Jamison Crowder. They've got, some, they've got some weapons there. Michael Carter, he's a rookie running back. I don't know that he starts looking good until the end of the season. But with Robert Sala... He's going to make that defense better than what they already are. I mean, the whole team is going to be better. Anyone anyone that takes over for an Adam Gase team, that's the easiest. You and I could take over for an Adam Gase team and do something better than that. Like, it's everyone does better. So, I think they're actually good. Or, no, I'm sorry, not good. I, but I think they're on the path, and I think they're going to win some games that a lot of people are shocked by. Having said that, I've got them going 4-13. and 13. All right. I mean, we're not that far off. So I, I, I differ on a couple of areas, though. Um, so everything I've heard, I mean, he looked okay in the preseason game, the yeah. one preseason game we've seen him in. Uh, everything else I've read has said he looked just absolutely terrible in, in practices and, yeah. and, and drills and, uh, and training camp. They said that there's multiple days where they left the field for the day, and he hadn't gotten into the end zone even one time in practice, Yeah, uh, which is horrifying because – you know, you, you watch other teams and they're and it looks like a Madden game because they get in there 14 times a game. You know, you know what I mean? Because they can just chunk it up and uh, no stakes, but he still couldn't do it. Uh, so that that scares me. However, I like his supporting cast a little more than you. Not necessarily on. I mean, I say supporting cast, not necessarily on offense. On offense, I do like Jameson Crowder. I always liked him. Yeah. I do think Mims will get better. Yeah. Um, I do think that. Uh, 
Elijah Moore can do something in the uh, in the slot uh, right off the bat, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of uh, a really fast Vincent Smith teamed up with Mims on certain plays. I love the left side of the line. My God, they've yeah. got an amazing left side of the line to protect uh, Zach Wilson's blind side. So I think he'll have all day from the left to to throw. I think the right side's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, Morgan Moses, I forgot joined the team. I don't know if he still has anything in him enough to be to start over George Fant. I would think so. So I'm kind of shocked that he's listed behind George Fant on the depth chart. Um, and, and and the running back is what really scares me. I don't I don't like Tevin Coleman. Never have. <laughs> I don't necessarily believe in him. He was injured last year though, right? Yeah, he was injured. He's 28, which yeah. is not great for running backs, and he's a, he's on the small side. Yeah. And then um, now, however. I love their defense. I yeah. think their defense is a young, opportunistic uh, secondary, and you've got a great uh, defensive-minded uh, head coach in there, and Robert Sala, who's known for making the secondary even better. And with Bryce Hall, Marcus May, Ashton Davis, I mean, that's that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and and vets like LaMarcus Joyner. I mean, it's 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 a really nice secondary to have there. And then you've got uh, Fadakasi and Quinnen Williams in the interior D-line. Yeah. I mean, that is a disruptful d-line when the interior can do what those guys can do and then carl lawson added as a pass rusher yeah i think that's yeah it's exciting uh like their linebackers and cj mosley and jerome davis so i mean overall they got a rookie they put there but uh overall it's the secondary and then the total disruption of their front four i I think they're going to get a lot of turnovers which is going to give the ball to zach wilson and you know the nice side of the field there (laughs) that was some great field position so i i could see them winning games they shouldn't necessarily so uh, but still like you said all that i got him at five wins <laughs> but uh yeah. but I, I really do think they're on the right track i think you had a running back uh and and maybe a, a playmaking tight end uh and and that's a pretty scary team yeah. um but uh yeah i got him at five and twelve you just gotta think though six of their games are against the bills patriots and dolphins defenses that's not easy for a rookie quarterback yeah but the way i look at that is it's also the jets defense versus tua and the Jets Fair defense enough. versus Cam, I, I think uh, we'll see. I, I just I think within their division they can play. I, I, they have no chance against the Bills, but against Cam and against Tua, I think that Jets defense could could rough them up pretty well. So I, I think they'll be exciting games. Yeah, you may be right. Uh, so I've got them going four and thirteen. You have them going five and twelve. Vegas okay. has them getting six wins. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, Vegas yeah, is wow. always a little right. bit excited. Uh, yeah, again, they, they, they'll never go. I mean, I think they even have the Texans at five and a half or six wins, which is ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, they've got the Texans at the very bottom with four, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That wraps up everything for the AFC East. Uh, we will be back after this message from our sponsor with the NFC East. Welcome back. And we are now going to go over the NFC East, which is going to be fun and painful at the same time. So, we start off with the Cowboys. Uh, a lot of people have them winning the division. They've got, I mean, they've got talent They're right. everywhere. I just don't know if I trust the coaching. Uh, I also don't know if I trust the injuries. Uh, Dak's coming off a bad injury, and now in preseason has a shoulder-throwing one. where he's, They're saying he's not even going to play in preseason. So, I think he's going to come back really rusty and struggle right off the bat. I don't have him winning until week three against the Eagles. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I've got him beating the Chargers in week two. Uh, 
I, I mean, I think he'll get to knock a lot of the rust off against the Bucks um, in a in a terrible loss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then they play uh, the Chargers. Yeah, but I no, I think they'll beat the Chargers. Oh, um, you're wrong. I do. In, yeah, in, no, San, and, and, in LA, they're going to beat the Chargers. And, yeah, and they will win the division, uh, hands down. They're going to win the division. Mm, um, their offense is way too good. Uh, it's going to be extremely good. Uh, their defense added important pieces that they were, you know, horribly lacking last year. But they were they added really good pieces. So uh, I think, I think overall, and and already in a in a rough division. Um, yeah, there's. I, I don't see any way that uh, that Dak loses the division to to a Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, so yeah, I've 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 got them with eleven wins. I, I think they go eleven and six. Um, I think again they're in a terrible division. Uh, I think they'll have some losses, you know, to the Saints. I think they split with Washington Football Team. They're going to lose to the to the Cardinals and Chiefs, and uh, I've got a loss to the to the Vikings and the Bucks as well. Um, I don't necessarily think they lose all those games either. Um, I think it'll, you know, like we talked about before, it'll it'll flop. You know, maybe they have a, a miraculous win against the Saints, but they lose to the Chargers. You know, but uh, I think either way, I think they come out with about eleven wins. Okay, uh, I've got them going eight and nine, and Vegas has them getting nine wins. All right, so between us there, uh, yeah. but yeah, I think it's a uh, yeah. Well, that's well, you have them getting eleven wins. Is that right? I have them getting eleven wins. Yep. Okay, I think they're gonna they're gonna crush that division. That's too high. I don't. I, they're they've got a bad coach, a bad GM. They don't have a bad GM. I think they've got a pretty decent GM now. It's not Jerry. It's yeah, Steven, that's true. And I think he's been fine. He's been good for the last couple of years. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I know a lot of people were saying, "Why did you take Micah Parsons? You need help in the secondary." But they needed help on the defense. They went out and they got the best defensive player in the draft. So I and he looks like he's going to be. Amazing. If he can stay healthy, he is going to be ridiculous. That linebacking core is great. Uh, Ceedee Lamb is who's going to be yeah, amazing this year too. I, I agree. I think he's I'm excited really, about really good. that dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All three of their wide receivers, like Amari Cooper, Ceedee Lamb, could be ones on any team. Michael Gallup may be a one on another team, probably a two. Uh, and then finally, you get Blake Jarwin. Hopefully, he get to see something from him. He doesn't get injured in the very first game like last year. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Dalton Schultz ended up being kind of a stud yeah. for, for them. Not, not you know, not top four or top five in the NFL, but he was a very capable tight end. Yeah, and to now have that one-two punch, uh, you know, of both of those guys, uh, should you need them, is is big for them. I think. Yeah, um, they, they've got depth. They've got developed depth, and then Tyler Badass is on his second year That's right. for that O line, so I think he'll develop into a, a pretty solid center there for him too. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the Giants because we have to. Uh, I, I don't know what to do with them because I think they've got a lot of talent, a lot of places, but I don't like their quarterback. He's because he turns the ball over way too much. Their coach, I'm not sure about. Like he's kind of a gruff, hard nosed guy, but I, they, from camp it looks like they're having issues, and I, I just don't know what to make of him. Um, it's it's a weird team because I, on paper I like a lot of the things they have. Uh, I don't like their edge rushers. They have got Aziz Ojolari, who I think could be good in time, but it's going to take a little while. And yeah. I mean, O'Shane Zimenez is their other one. Maybe I don't I don't know. Uh, I like mm. Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. 
and I like some of their linebackers. I mean, I like Blake Martinez. Their secondary is stacked. I will say that. Their secondary has guys all over. Xavier McKinney, Ryan, Logan Ryan, Adoree Jackson, Jabril Peppers, James Bradbury. Like, I like a, their secondary is, is loaded. I just, the only thing that I have issues with are the quarterback, the coach, and the edge rushers. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the edge rushers, the coach, and the quarterback. Yeah, that's a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, those are the only things I dislike as well. Yeah, which is why I have them getting seven wins. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to get beat up pretty badly this year. Um, I do like a lot of the pieces, like you. I mean, outside of those extremely important things, uh, I do. I, I actually do. Like, I, it's hard not to laugh, but but yes, I mean Xavier McKinney. Uh, I, I am not as high on. Uh, Adore Jackson and some others. Um, he's fine for a two, I think. I think he's fine for a two. You got James Bradbury on the other side, and you've got really good safety help. He just has a lot of issues. Yeah, he's gonna need the safety help because he has a lot of issues uh, with with getting burned by fast receivers. Um, and then, hmm, yeah, I just don't see where they're getting the pass rush from. Uh, I don't see any, and that's not going to help out the secondary either. Yeah. There's no pass rush, so. Man, yeah, I don't see I don't see anything to like there. I mean, I love Kenny Gottle today uh, joining them, uh, and and Sterling Shepard, and, and it's going to open up things for Evan Ingram. They got a healthy running back, and and Daniel Jones. Like, I'm not sitting here saying the dude's trash. He's not trash. Uh, he's just not good enough to win the big games. I don't think. I think he, he's able to. He's going to break off that one 40 yard run a game, uh, and and change things for a drive. But overall, they're still not going to be in it, and. Uh, they're not going to be opportunistic, opportunistic enough on defense to get like major turnovers. I don't think. So um, I think they'll just be really solid against the run and fine against the pass. But they're just they're not going to be causing turnovers. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've got them going six and eleven. You've got them going seven and ten, and Vegas mm. has them going seven and ten. So I feel like we're all kind of on the same page on that one. Uh, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and next is the Eagles because we have to. I don't want to talk about it a lot. They're going to get one win. One win. Yeah, I have one, one getting one win too. Do you have them getting one win? Yeah. I, I yeah, and I just randomly picked the Lions because they're the Lions, but uh, it could be anywhere. That's why I, I have it. it. Yep, I got the Lions as their only win. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's it. I got the one win. I think yeah. we're done talking about the Eagles. Yeah, I do too. Jay, people are way too high on Jalen Hurts. He can't throw. He's super mobile. Just stuck them. You, you got to earn it for us to talk about you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Vegas has him getting six and a half wins. Bullshit. <laughs> oh I I God. I gonna, I want to go take the under on that. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I've got to get on FanDuel or something, whatever, and I'm gonna take the Gosh, under on that because that is just that is insane. I think they're gonna be one of the worst teams. I think them and the Lions are gonna be one of the worst teams. And on week eight, you're gonna see uh, the toilet bowl between those two teams playing. Yeah, it's hard to argue. I mean, I'll put it this way. Okay, I I'm. We're very opposite this year uh, of, of every other year where you're higher on the Texans than I am. I think they're just garbage this year. <laughs> you, you think not... they're, they're better. Usually I'm the optimist and you're the, you're the horrible pessimist about them. But uh, the reason I bring this up is when I look is when I look down the Eagles roster, uh, especially on defense, I go from top to bottom. I'm like, I feel like the Texans roster is better hands yeah. down on the defense across the line down here at quarterback. I think we're better. I think, I think, Jalen Hurts is Davis Mills. 
for real. Uh, no, he's back. way more. What? No, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard you say. Davis Mills is not that mobile. Jalen Hurts is incredibly mobile, but can't throw I'm that I'm talking well. about the 45% completion rate that uh, they both have this year. Okay. Uh, it's, it's horrific. They stare down receivers. They can't. Uh, they can't make the, the accurate throws when they need to. Uh, and that's what I mean. I'm not talking about who's mobile, but uh, I mean you're right on that part. But I just think that uh, Jalen Hurts has just got awful. I think Tyrod Taylor's uh, a little bit mobile, but he's also uh, he's also way more efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then and then our running backs, I like more than their running backs. I mean, I just don't see our O line's way better than their O line. Uh, Andre Dillard's probably not even playing this year, uh, or at least for a while. Uh, I don't see where they're better at all. And six and a half wins and equally as bad as division. That is insane. There's no, there's, if they get four wins, I'll be amazed. Yeah. That's, that is shocking to me. I can't believe that. Yeah. Um, and let's move on for the final team in the division, the Washington football team. Uh, I, I gotta be honest. There's a lot of things. Their offensive line is ugly. It's really ugly. Um, it's really ugly. Yeah, their coach is having issues that his players won't get vaccinated. So because he's got a low uh, immune system because he just got over cancer, and probably can't take the vaccine. I don't know if he can. Can I, he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Um, a lot of people aren't allowed to that, that had that. So yeah, yeah. But I like their defense. Looks good. I mean, their front four everyone knows is ridiculous. They add Jameen Davis, who I think is a really good linebacker. Um, I like their secondary is meh. Uh, Landon Collins, William Jackson, Kendall Fuller. I, I like Kendall Fuller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like everything about them except their offensive line. Their quarterback, I mean, he's 38. He's Ryan Fitz, Fitzmagic. Mm-hmm. And I like Ryan Fitzmagic because he can just throw the ball. He's going to have some turnovers, but he'll just sling it. Uh, but they don't have to. They've got Antonio Gibson, J.D. McKissick. I think those guys are both good running backs. Terry McLaurin is going to come back and be awesome. Uh, Samuel Curtis was a great pickup. They got Adam Humphreys, who will be meh uh, at best. <laughs> and then they got Deami Brown, who I think will take a little time to get used to just because he's coming from uh, from North Carolina, which doesn't have a bunch of competition, but I think he could end up being good. I've got them, yeah, I'm... I've got them going 10-7. and Oh, wow. Yeah, I got wow, them winning okay. the division. You got them winning their division. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm actually also high on Dimey Brown. Uh, I really like him. I think he'll be, I think he'll be an efficient second receiver across from McLaurin, and be good enough that along with the two of them and then Curtis Samuel, I think they'll be able to to spread the the secondary around a little bit, get some one on ones every now and then, uh, for these receivers. And I actually think those are pretty, pretty impressive receiver set. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll take four or five games for Dimey Brown to be good too. I don't see it happening day one, but I also don't see Humphreys starting by half halfway through the season. Um, yeah, Cosme, yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he can I play right tackle as a rookie. I tried that watching him a little me. bit in the preseason, and he had some good stuff. He had some bad stuff. I mean, he's gonna he's a project. It's gonna take him a while. But the good news is that your starters are so bad that he can start if they're lucky. <laughs> Sadiq Charles, who they got in the fourth round last year, will be the right tackle, although I think he's more going to be more of a guard. And then you could have Cosme end up taking over at left tackle for Charles Leno, who is bad. I don't know what else to say. He's bad. I, I would say Brandon Scherf is your only definite starter on any other team. Yeah. He's a really he's a really good – he's not just a little good. He's a really good guard, but yeah. he's the only one on the team. Um, 
Logan Thomas is a stud, though. So, I mean, the receiving options are, are nuts. And from what I read in an interview uh, with the coaches, uh, they're saying Antonio Gibson, they're trying to use more like uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Uh, so, fantasy football owners, uh, enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, – and, and Fitzpatrick – I mean, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have the games where he throws four touchdowns and and takes advantage of these guys, and he's gonna have the games where he throws six interceptions because <laughs> that is uh, the Fitz magic and what yeah. he is. I, I do love the defense across the board. This is a great defense. Uh, love Matting, William Jackson, um, Kendall Fuller. Yeah, this is this is a stud yeah. stud defense. Uh, I have them close. I have them at nine and uh, nine and seven, nine and eight. <laughs> I got to get used to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm at nine and eight. Okay. Uh, Vegas has them at eight and a half, but they're wrong at 10 and seven. So, <laughs> but we're close. Uh, so on that one. Yeah. We're both pretty close on that one. Uh, okay. All right. We will be back with the most important division, the AFC South. Yeah. And we're back with the most important division in all of football. It's going to be bad. Uh, the AFC South. <laughs> So, one team, two teams will probably be good. One team's going to be a mystery. I don't know. And then it's the Texans, which will be, plus they're hard. Mm-hmm. They're trying. <laughs> yeah, O'Brien just <laughs> scorched Darth the entire state on his way out and uh, ruined him forever. Uh, yeah, I'm ready to talk about him. All right. Um, I've, got some, I've got some feelings. We'll lead off with your um, feelings. This- all right. Well, I hate that we have to start with the Texans. There's yeah. a, oh, darn it. <laughs> um, here's what I'll say. I think they're better than the national media is the same there. I think they're they're the whipping boy that uh, everyone would expect this offseason, deservedly, uh, with the Easterby debacles and then the Watson issues. And it's, it makes perfect sense to, to vilify them all offseason and act like they're just totally, you know, incapable of doing anything correctly. However... They hired uh, Big D Casario and uh, Big D Nick, and I, lo- I love that guy. He's done some great things for this roster. Um, obviously, he couldn't, you know, bring in an all-pro team, but he's he filled this roster with all kinds of competition and all kinds of of average players that have above-average potential. Um, so they, they have, may not have been showing it lately. Uh, some of them, you know, moved to different positions, you know, out of position. Uh, like Malik Collins, like Shaq Lawson, um, guys who were fringe number two corners, like uh, uh, Kevin King and and uh, uh, the guy from from the Browns I just blanked on, uh, Terrence Mitchell, mm-hmm. I think it is. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then they've got some emerging talent uh, coming from them, like uh, 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 Jonathan Grenard. Uh, there's a uh, uh, Ross Blacklock that might look, might be taking that step up. Uh, Whitney Merciless, who might uh, benefit from the four three scheme. Um, so I think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that people aren't prepared for from the four three move and Lovey Smith coming in. Their coaching staff from top to bottom. I mean, I mean, Cully is the question mark. No one knows, you know. But from what he's brought in to do, it sounds like he's doing a great job of building building everybody up. You know, creating a great locker room, and then all the other coaches under from coordinators all the way down to position coaches are extremely great coaches. So. And it's one of the best O lines of football. So I think they're going to do some shocking things. Uh, I I've got them getting six wins, which I know sounds laughable after all that, but I think Terod's efficient. 
I think our running back stable is pretty solid, especially behind a great O-line. Uh, many of them will be playing behind the best O-line they played on. Um, I really like Nico Collins as a rookie. Uh, I think our tight ends are fine. I think we get six wins. And considering we had Watson last year and only got four, I think that's huge. I think this is a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I think what this year is about is just showing organization, that they can function. That they can function as an organization. That they are not in shambles like they were last year and this isn't o'brien's football team anymore <laughs> yeah and i don't i think the, they look more organized The i it seems like the players are getting better already under this regime which is something that never happened under o'brien and yeah. so i mean i think they're gonna be in a few games but i think at the end it's not gonna be great um i have them beating the jags at home to start the season just because i think the jags are just it's a new coach it's a new quarterback. It's a, There's so many new things. There's, it's a very young team. Uh, and I'll get to the Jags later, but I think the Texans, they get that win, and I think they beat the Colts in Week 13 at home, and that's it. I've got them going 2-15. and 15. Okay. All right. What do you I mean, that, it's, it's hard to argue. Uh, I, th- I think they'll actually sweep the Jags. Um, and then I think they're going to pull a couple wins out here and there. I think they're going to be able to beat the Dolphins. Uh, I've got a few other uh, teams that I think they win. Uh, but, yeah, uh, six wins. I think somehow <laughs> it shows up. Uh, we'll see. Uh, the good news is they're the underdog, and they've got no, you know nobody scared of them. So uh, hopefully that, that helps them in, to some degree. But, uh, yeah, either way, I mean, there's no way they're having even a 50-50 season anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not great. The thing is they're going to lose – bad this year they're actually going to have a first round draft pick which will be nice uh i think they'll end up having more after they trade deshaun and then they'll get a quarterback in the draft hopefully hopefully yeah and they've got some rookies developing charlie heck looks like he's doing something black yeah. and grenard if some of these guys yeah and then this whole rookie nico collins crew, nico collins yeah uh, already uh, uh you want to say Ray, uh, Roy Lopez. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's there's players that are already looking really exciting uh, out of the the last two drafts that could develop and then and, you know bring in some some studs through this next draft and some free agents. Yeah, I think uh, I think we could turn it around pretty quickly. It all just comes down, of course, to quarterback. Yeah, which uh, Tyrod will he'll keep you in the games, but it's just uh, I just don't. He, how old is he now? I think he's 32. I have to look that up. But I just don't, I just don't know if he can be the guy. But I, yeah, he's thirty-two. I, I like Tyrod. I hope nothing but the best for him. I like a lot of the guys on this team. I just, I just don't know. But you know, we'll see soon enough. Uh, let's move on to the Colts. What do you think about them? Man, uh, I, I really wish I had any foggy idea on what's going to happen with Wentz and Quentin Nelson because that's such an enormous piece of the puzzle those two guys and we've heard they'll be ready week one and we've heard they'll be ready in 12 weeks uh which would actually from the time they said it comes out to i believe week eight um so it's a big but but now they're saying that i don't know about quentin nelson but now they're saying that Wentz could be ready by game one yeah that's what i'm saying they said they said both could be ready by week one but then Jim Mercy came out after that don't listen to Jim Mercy why would you listen to Jim Mercy I know but he said that there's absolutely no way he's going to allow anyone to rush Carson Wentz into into playing. I think he, I think after Andrew Luck, uh, he's like, nope, 
let's let's take our time. <laughs> uh, and uh, so yeah, if they're not ready week one, if it's more like week four, um, it's going to be a, a, a big difference. And uh, right now, I've got them at nine wins. Yeah, I think they come in with nine wins. I, I don't love Wentz nearly to the degree you do. I do get that, you know, Frank Reich or, or whatever the, uh, his old uh, coach is going to be with him, and, and you know, he could potentially develop him better. Uh, but man, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be vying with the Titans for winning the division. Uh, but we'll get to whether I think they win or not later. Okay. Um, I've got I've got the Colts going eight and nine, and I feel okay. like that's pretty reasonable. My biggest thing about them is, who do you think ends up being the quarterback for the most games? Carson Wentz, Sam Ellinger, or Jacob Eason? I'm not saying Brett Hundley. Man, uh, oof. I mean, I think it's gonna be Wentz. Yeah. Uh, I think it's his team to lose. It's his coach. Uh, I, and I think at least he'll be back by week five, uh, at the worst. So yeah, I'd say him. But uh, the interesting one to me is is Eason or Ellinger the the guy. I mean, Eason's only a second year player, right? Yep. And Ellinger's a rookie. A rookie. Yeah. And and they both they looked equal. In the preseason game, both pretty darn solid, uh, but but El- but Easton did it against the the early team, and uh, Ellinger came in later. Yeah, um, I I think it's Easton season, but uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see as the, uh, as it develops uh, over the rest of the preseason. But uh, yeah, I think I think they could have a budging star between one of those two. Yeah, which scares me. Yeah, I think Ellinger. I'm siding a little bit more with him. He's got some mobility, uh, but he doesn't. You know, I don't think he's I don't think he's as good as a pocket quarterback as Eason could be, but I think he's got some mobility, which will help him get out of uh, get out of a jam. And uh, I, I don't know. I, boy, it's so tough. I don't. They both seem like career backups. Uh, Ellinger could be smaller, but I feel like Jacob Eason's just so stationary that I don't know. But I, I'm interested to see how that plays out. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like he's Peyton Manning. Yeah. <laughs> as you say, you can be Peyton Manning. You can be stationary and still win games, and you can still win Super Bowls. Oh, but, yeah, uh, yeah, as long as he turns out to be Peyton Manning, they'll be fine. Yeah, that's all he's got to do. Yeah. Uh, although Eli Manning was also stationary, uh, won a couple Super Bowls. Yeah, so. He wasn't that good. Uh, well, let's, he, no, that defense won those, those defenses, and yeah, yeah. a really lucky catch by Tyree, who was barely, who was the, the third or fourth best receiver who never really even played after that, was the reason that's they just won. Cause Timberlake left some gum on his helmet. Mm. Uh, um, so what, what do you have the Colts? How many wins do you have? Them? Nine, nine and eight. Nine and eight. Yeah, I've got them going eight and nine. So we're we're right there. Uh, Vegas has them go, getting nine wins. I feel like that's all. If Wentz, if Wentz didn't get help, hurt immediately, I think they could have won the division. But his health is such an issue, and for him to get injured right off the bat makes me nervous. Um, yeah, I mean that 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 was scary, like you said. Uh, the, the right off the bat injury the, and, and losing all the training camp snaps that that's not good. Yeah. Uh, next is the Jags, who I think people are overlooking. So I I've got them losing the first three games, but then they play the Bengals and win. I think that kind of starts a trend because there's a ton of talent on that team, and Trevor Lawrence is a guy who probably could have gotten drafted two years ago as a rookie, and people would have been fine with. And they've got, I mean, there's a lot of talent that was on the team last year, but they got injured. They're just different issues. Um, 
I think they end up going six and eleven. Okay, uh, I got them at six and eleven as well. Do you really? Okay. <laughs> I can't believe we're we're agreeing. That's that's shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I think they're. I think they have an incredible roster on paper. Um, yeah, I agree. I really do. I mean, on paper, it's horrifying to be honest. To considering I'm in their division, uh, but yeah, I, I would say it's pretty horrifying. And I think Etienne. Um, I'd like to see more out of him in preseason. I, I really haven't got to see how he's transitioning yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he, I think he had like what one carry? Uh, yeah, this last week. Is yeah. that am I wrong? I don't think. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think they're going to use him as much like that. He's going to be more of the pass catching back. James Robinson will be more of the the, the thumper. Yeah. And uh, that's I mean, and they still got Carlos Hyde, which is I mean, you know, for a third running back, that's a solid no, running back. Yeah, that's a solid stable. Absolutely, and Trevor Lawrence, I think, will obviously be be phenomenal at some point. Um, I don't expect to see a whole lot more out of him this preseason because mm-hmm. I think that uh, they're they're trying to showcase Gardner Minshew for a trade. Yeah, I think so. Too. Um, I think that's kind of where they're where they're heading. Their their O line is shockingly like a touch above average everywhere. Yeah, but but above average, like they don't have any real horrible glaring weaknesses anymore. Because I like AJ McCann. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, that's pretty solid. Their receiving group is going to be interesting because you and I kind of go back and forth arguing over who will be the, the stud. You're not a big fan of DJ Shark. I just don't uh, think he's you, the you best really one like in Marvin that Jones. group. I think it's Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault, and then DJ Shark is the three. Interesting. Uh, and maybe it's the fact that he got me to the uh, playoffs that in fantasy that makes me uh, give a little more to DJ Shark. I think you should take him <laughs> one overall in all your leagues. <laughs> we'll see, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think their I think their receiving group is wildly average. Uh, that's the only part where I think they're all fine. They're all decent receivers, just none of them terrify me either. Yeah. Um, Etienne is the is the X factor to me. Uh, can he be a game changing running back for them? I just don't know. I'd like to see some of that first uh, before I can commit to thinking he can. Um, and then their 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 tight ends are just. They're not great. No. Their defense, though, their defense is pretty solid again. Yeah. And young, um, you know, young as well. I like Tyson Campbell to pick up in the second round. I mean, love Miles Jack still, Brown, Josh Allen. They picked they up got... Shaquille Griffin in, in the offseason, and then C.J. Henderson is coming off, coming back off of an injury last year, and he was their first-round pick. And they yeah, got Trey like Herndon. He... Yeah, and he could still get traded, but, uh, yeah, I heard that. you know, Clavon Chason, he he could be, he could take that step forward. So yeah, I mean, they've got Allen, a young David Davon Hamilton, who they got last year in the third, I think could be better. And they got Jay Tulafili, who I think could end up about midseason starting to show up. Yeah, and I always thought he was going to be more of a nose tackle. I guess he's a little smaller than I thought. Um, Six three, three fifteen. That's a big dude. Is it in the UFC? Uh, you mean USC? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, USC kid? Yeah. yeah, 6'3", 315. No, he's a big boy. I thought of him as more of a nose tackle, too. Um, I mean, I, you know, put him next to Davon Hamilton and just plug up that hole. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, yeah, it, it's going to be, they've got the talent, and they've got the interesting coach. But uh, I, I, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see how he does in the pros. Let's listen to their um, interior lineman, Davon Hamilton, 6'3", 320. Malcolm Brown, 6'2", 319. Jay Tulafili, 6'3", 315. But he'll probably bulk up now that he's in the NFL. That is... Mm-hmm. Run on that, man. Good luck. Yeah, that's 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 unreal. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, and uh, oh man, we'll see what the. If there's just so many unknowns. They could easily be a 10 win team. You know, if Etienne is is game changing running back, uh, he could be. He's a first round pick. That's not very common for a running back. You yeah. know, uh, I mean, I mean, to, and to then not be incredible. You know what I mean? Their yeah. hit rates. Their yeah. hit rate in the first round is pretty damn solid the last five years. But not in their first year. Years. A lot of rookie running backs struggle their first year. At least, like, the top... First-rounders? First, yeah, I would say even first-rounders. I don't think any first-rounders have struggled their first year the last five years. Well, what about uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? Uh, all right, you got me. Uh, <laughs> all right, you got me. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. That yeah, is, uh, but I mean like Barkley and okay, Dalvin let's Cook. See. And, every and... every running back uh, selected. Well, that's let's see, Josh Jacobs has been. He was pretty good. He's, he's a stud. He's a Rashad Penny, uh, Sony Michelle, Leonard Fournette, but he he went I downhill like after his first. Um, let's see, Melvin Gordon's been. Right. Uh, well, he's been all over the place, and now he's. I mean, he's not even that. He won't even be the starter at the end of the year for the Broncos. Trent, what? Trent Richardson, uh, David Wilson, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram had a long career. Those guys he, in the last five years. The two. Yeah, these are all. This is Mark Ingram in 2011. Not last five years. This is just running no, backs. These are all years. the running. Well, these are all the running backs. No, that but I'm saying draft in the first like the round. Last, the last five years, there has been a. a what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, running back to be devalued. Uh, and, and, and they're typically drafted later now. Uh, I mean, you've got a lot of guys like, like Alvin Kamara, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, like all these guys. Rashad Penny was in 2018. Sony Michelle was in 2018. Leonard I like Sony Michelle though. He had one good, he had one pretty decent year. And then that was about it. Uh, uh, Leonard Fournette, all- Leonard Fournette had a few, he, he started, he had a really good year. Like his second year with the Jags, and now he's he's with the Won Bucks. Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, he, oh, how dare you? Both of them, though. So <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, Sonny Michelle just went to the wrong team. Uh, he went to a team that purposely juggles running backs around. Um, they drafted him in the first round. Yeah, but I mean, I, I still like him. I like him. I, we'll see this year. I think he could be a stud, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I just think that the way they're devalued the last five years. Uh, you don't take one the first unless you really truly believe in him. I think there's a chance he could be really, really, really good. If he is, that could change the whole dynamic of their team. I think he could um, be really, really good. But a lot of times, running backs don't get good until about the end of the first year. So right, don't cool. we'll don't expect him to be yeah hot right off the bat. All right, let's 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 end this this uh, dumpster fire with the Titans. With the whimper. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, I've got them winning the division. I've got them going eleven and six. Uh, and I, I, I know it feels dirty. It feels wrong. I, there's a lot of like I was not that high on, on them except I think they had a really good offseason. They got Dylan Reduns in the second round, which is great because I think he's going to end up taking over as the right tackle. And then your line is Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Dylan Reduns. Ty Zambrello might end up being a right tackle, and they could have Redunds go at guard. But that's a pretty solid offensive line. And then they added Julio Jones. Granted, after their first three wide receivers, it gets real bad. So Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, Josh Reynolds. I think that's good. After that, it's not great. Um, yeah, I never heard of anybody. Yeah, They, lost, uh... they lost Jonu Smith, so it's – 
I guess, Anthony Fersker, which is not great. They also lost their offensive coordinator, who is the head coach for Atlanta, and I think could be good. They added Bud Dupree, and while he's coming off an ACL tear, I think he'll be okay. I think they overpaid him, but I think he'll be okay. You also have Harold Landry on the other side. You got Jeffrey Simmons in, on the interior. Uh, Rashawn Evans and Jam Brown, that's good, you know, good interior linebackers. Uh, Christian Fulton in his second year, I think, will end up being better. And they have Janoris Jenkins on the other side. Uh, and then Abani Hooker and Kevin Byard. Like, there's, there's talent. There's a ton of talent on this team. There is no. There, this team is extremely talented at most positions, uh, except for QB. I think it's just average, but that's all he has to be in the system. Um, but again, it all rests on Derrick Henry staying healthy, um, which scares me. And then they're, uh, the fact that they're just they're extremely uh, shallow. <laughs> yeah. They're not deep at any position. Agreed. I mean, there's if you go around the second stringers across their whole whole roster i mean like there's not a starter in the in the in the list yeah uh and uh so that that scares me for them but but i agree with you though i i say with a whimper only because i, I hate the titans uh i've got them going 10 and 7 and little 10 and 7 and winning the division okay uh um, 11 and so 6 10 I, and 7 i we're, we're kind of on the same page on that yeah we're i'm like a one win off of you all the way across the board for the afc uh so yeah it's i think they win the division i think they beat the colts barely um but yeah, I, 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 because somehow Derrick Henry is going to defy the odds and stay yeah. healthy. <laughs> I don't know how. Like, yeah. Mathematically, he should not be able to stay healthy 17 games this season. He's There's 20, no way. He's 27. That's usually usually by this time, running backs start to have, uh, you know, start to drop off. But, but he, that's running backs that haven't had 30 plus touches a game yeah, every game of the career. Yeah. Like this dude is like 29, 30, and and knee years. <laughs> but, but how many running backs are 6'3", 250? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, so yeah. Vegas has them getting nine wins. So they have the Titans and the Colts, I guess, tying for the division for the win in the division. Um, okay. I'm leading. I'm just leading Titans just because the Colts me are too. having a lot of health issues right off the bat. But I, it wouldn't surprise me if the Colts end up winning. Yeah, yeah. Where the Colts are so strong is their defense and their uh, for a long time. It was actually their old line. I think their old line made their running backs look better yeah. than they maybe would have been on. You know, if any one of those running backs went to a different team. Uh, but now the Titans' old line is maybe better than the Colts. Uh, yeah. Quentin Nelson's better than any one player one on one. But as a whole, I think the unit, the Titans' unit, is better than the Colts, and and uh, and their defense is up there with them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think the Titans pull it off. Fair enough. All right, that wraps up the AFC South. We will be, we will be back next week to go over uh, the, some more divisions. And we haven't decided those, and we'll pick them later.